Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the All New 52 podcast. I am Joe Schremer and away from me over yonder is Caleb Bunn. We're like a yard apart. If, if that. I should actually back up. Probably. On this show, we like to talk about comics from comics new and old to comics of yesterday to four months ago at the very earliest. Yeah. We're looking at a relatively new series here. DC's Monkey Prince. Uh, this is by Jin Lun Yang, who we have covered before on this podcast. He wrote Avatar The Promise. Ah! Um, and then art is by uh, Sebastian Ching. He does... Or wait, no, that's the colorist. Uh, Pencils is done by Bernard Chang. And then we have another colorist who comes in for the last issue, Chris Sotomayor, who I think is one of these... Uh, have cons- I recognize his name, so I think he's a consistent DC guy who they just bring in when they need him. Makes sense. Always good to have those guys in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Caleb, what's Monkey Prince about? Monkey Prince is the story of Marcus, a teenager who uh, is the son of two freelance scientists, or at least that's what they tell him. And he had kind of a traumatic experience of Batman breaking into his house as a kid, which has left him with some PTSD. Um, but since then, his family has moved around basically all over the DC universe. But now as a teenager, he is back in Gotham City. He is at a high school, which also hosts Damian Wayne, and uh, also a janitor named Shifu Pigsy, who reveals to him that he is the, the descendant of Sung Wung Kong, the uh, famous monkey king from um, Journey to the West. And basically, he has now been put upon the, this world, given powers so that he can help the heroes of our time fight off uh, the various demons and stuff from Chinese mythology. Apt analysis. Also, at the same time, the penguin has turned into a demon god. Apt synopsis. Thank you. Truly, I could not have done a better job myself. Yeah, this is, uh, came out, and I love mythology. Journey to the West is really entertaining, um, and I like seeing how it gets tied into uh, into comics whenever that happens. So I immediately picked this up when I heard about it. And um, I thought it would be fun to bring to you because you're familiar with another kind of uh, adaptation of Sung Woon Kong. I suppose. That is the inspiration for Goku. <laughs> I'm aware. It quickly deviates from all of that stuff. You ask me what Journey to the West is about. I know there's a monkey. I know there's a pig. I know there's a guy. And that's not from Dragon Ball. That's from this weird cartoon I watched on Cookie Jar Entertainment in the mornings while I was waiting for Spider Riders to come on. I mean, that's pretty... Like Journey to the West is about a journey to the West, and those just happen to be the people who are on it. Yeah, but ask me anything other than that, and I, I got nothing. I mean, that you you basically got it. <laughs> Which is to say, I don't really like Journey to the West. I like the things it inspires more. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect you to come into this being like, well, in chapter thirty-seven of Journey to the West, <laughs> I really like how Pixie outwits this demon. Uh, no, no, I like. I thought this was a fun premise. Um, you maybe could have some more information with the Dragon Ball connection, maybe. If not, it's just a fun comic. No. There's a cloud. Yeah. Both of them have cloud. And tails. And tails. And monkeys. And and both have a pig. But okay, interesting. Because I, I know nothing about Dragon Ball. Yeah. Except that it is inspired by Journey to the West. Yeah. So do you before we get into the art section, do you think this is do you think this has enough of a hook for people who don't have that mythological connection? We'll get into that. Okay. Okay. So the art. The art. What is there to say? It's the most house style you can get. Um, it's pretty house style, but it also it's it's good house style. 
right? Like it's not to me, it's memorable enough. I feel like the characters have enough detail on their faces. There are a lot of cool transformation that Pigsy does. Um, I like how Damian Wayne is drawn here. Um, I feel like there's a lot of good stuff here. The color switch also is pretty seamless. Soto Mayer uses more harsh shadows and stuff. His his uh, shading is a little bit. They're also in darker environments around the time he comes along, so it's not jarring. Yeah, but he also he does a lot of cool stuff with silhouettes and fight scenes as well, which kind of helps the finale fight stick out. Overall, I enjoy this, but from the character designs to the coloring to the panel layouts, it is pretty house style. Basic. <laughs> it's about as basic as you can go. Which, you know, isn't a bad thing. As, but there I, I don't think there's anything to speak of in terms of like, wow, what what amazing uh qualities of this art that stick out. I don't know, it's just it's a comic. Right on. I like comics. <laughs> so if you like comics, have I got the book for you? Of all the comics in the world, this is one of them. And it sure does have art. All right, let's get into positives. Uh Joe, I'm gonna make you go first because uh you're being a little bit of a grumpy grump today. Damian Wayne is uh, characterized really well in this. I like him a lot in this. Whenever he is a brat and getting to interact with amongst other kids, I like it way more than whenever he has to do anything else. Ever. Interact with kids, Damian, only. Yeah, Damian's a character that uh, both you and I had a bad first impression of, I'd say. And many people. And then second impression, then third <laughs> impression. Continuing. Has never gotten better. We're never really on the Damian Wayne train, but I, I feel like there definitely is... Uh, the longer that's gone on, the more I've wanted to know why people like Damien. And so, and I think this is a kind of a good insight into it. It's like, yeah, this is more self-aware about his faults than other comics I've read. Yeah. And it plays into that and makes it fun. But also when you get to issue four and he's having to team up with Monkey Prince, there's a lot of fun like banter back and forth. Yeah. And he gets uh instead of the bratty little kid, he's the bratty stuck up rich kid, which is a completely different persona when you're amongst kids versus adults. Yes. He is not trying to prove something to other superheroes. He's just like emulating Batman. Yeah. It works way better. Uh, which, you know, I, I should read super son someday. Cause I hear that's really good Damien stuff and interacting amongst another kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I really, I like how this ties into mythology. It, stays pretty light for the most part there's some demons here and there um you get some throwbacks to journey to the west with like uh he has a magic circlet that he can be used can be used to discipline him and stuff like that um but for the most part this does feel primarily like a superhero adventure which is what i want i want them to adapt this stuff into a superhero world not adapt a superhero world to mythology i also really like pigsy i think he's a fun mentor character He's deeply flawed, which I like. And I think he has some really fun dialogue, especially there's a part where he's talking about Marcus's mother and Marcus is very uncomfortable about it. And when he finds out that Marcus's mother is not single, he just goes, oh, good for her. I have a vow of celibacy, as you know. Good for her. <laughs> oh, I'm tapped out. This is fun. I like the premise of him going around to different, uh, different superhero cities. Uh, issue five has come out as of recording this, and he is in Amnesty Bay. Uh, he hasn't interacted with Aquaman yet, but his parents are working with Black Manta. And oh, so he got out of Gotham? Yes. Okay, good. He does that at the end of this. You, his parents put him in a car. Uh, it's kind of like the last couple pages. There was there was like no resolution to this, so I don't know how you missed that. But yeah, no, he goes to Amnesty Bay, 
And uh, I'm enjoying what we're getting there. I like that his parents are like work for higher hinge people. And I think the idea that their cover is freelance scientists, it's very funny because there is no such thing. Yeah. Freelance scientists is just a weird, like, I was like, those don't, those aren't a thing. That's also like unemployed. Like that's the same thing. Yeah. His parents are also good parents in this, which I like. They are, you know, mad scientists who are willing to work for very terrible people, but they're also very like attentive to their son. Who would you be a hench person for? In Gotham. In Gotham? In Gotham. Catwoman, probably. Does she usually have henchies? Uh, she does in the 60s show. Okay. They're dre- they, like, dressed in like leopard print and stuff, and they're usually buff dudes, so I guess I'm out on that one. Yeah. But, uh, no, I feel like she has a lower body count. Um, I feel like I go for Bane. I feel like Bane has a high body count. Well, no, I of all the super of all the of all the super villains that you'd be working for, I, I there's like three things because because one of them is you're gonna get a beating for Batman no matter what. So yeah. like that's that's automatically not even like a con. It's just like if you're in this line of work, that's what you're doing. No, it's how likely you're to be killed by the person who's employing you, which I think Bane's pretty low. I think Bane he kind of just wants hired muscle. They're just doing stuff, and he's taking care of Batman. Mm-hmm. So I think even your chances of a beating from Batman are low because he's not going to send you. He's just going to go for it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other options here, like Scarecrow straight out. Obviously, uh, you're going to be tested on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe Mister Freeze, but I don't be cold. I don't feel like Mister <laughs> Freeze. Work conditions aren't going to be. Uh... <laughs> I don't feel like he's a henchman type of person. I feel like he he has those in uh, Batman and Robin. He's got those two ladies and the. True. In the ice cream factory with him. Yeah. You know, a version of Poison Ivy who's a little bit more chilled out, like the one in the Harley Quinn and uh the the Harley Quinn uh comic. Yeah, the the one we read for the for the Oh New um, 52, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I could probably chill with her. She seems chill enough where she isn't gonna try to kill me. But also Penguin, you probably be compensated kind of well. You're just in a nice club. Penguin does kill his hinge person. Okay, never mind. Like almost immediately. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, like maybe certain areas of the penguin you could work for. Yeah. Uh, Riddler, I don't think I would get killed, but (laughs) you'd be annoyed. I'd have to deal with Riddler. (laughs) He's my favorite villain, but I won't. I don't want to spend time with him. (laughs) Oh, an egghead. I feel like that's pretty safe all around. Yeah. All right, negatives. Oh, are you done with positives already? I listed quite a few. Okay. Man, I like the art. What What is there to say? Like, I don't even have negatives. This book just bored me. There's That's a no, negative. There's no hook. The hook of, he's a monkey. Okay. Well, are we ever going to do anything interesting with it? No, he's going to be freaked out of his powers the entire time. Oh, okay. Well, that brings up a new positive for me. I like how he has to overcome his fear. And I... I, you know, I, I'm not a guy who's familiar with Eastern philosophy that deeply, but the idea of you acknowledge an emotion, you let it pass through you, and then you acknowledge that it's over, which is kind of the lesson he has to learn here, is one that I can get behind. That's what I try to do and fail to do with my anxiety. I don't know. This just seems like a book going through the motions. Doesn't seem like there's a hook. And then you said it was written by the guy who wrote The Avatar of the Promise. I'm like, Yep, that that's about right. That was a book kind of just going through the motions. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this just has a lot of personality and it definitely is paced like a limited series. It is definitely paced like we are only guaranteed four of these. I didn't even feel like that. Like I felt like there would have been more of a stronger like middle. 
it feels like the, the discovery part of it just goes on for so long. Yeah, I do think that it's a, it's this weird balance. I guess this can be one of my negatives. I guess there is this weird balance between it wants to it wants this to be the first part of an ongoing story. Yeah, but also it's since there isn't an issue five guaranteed at the beginning of this, they also feel like they have to have a story wrapped up, and so it definitely leaves some plot threads dangling and stuff like that, and just maybe doesn't feel as resolved as it could ultimately. I like it's good that this got an issue five. Let's just say that. <laughs> As I grow older, the I I despise high school settings more and more and more, especially when they're filled with just low quality written characters. Like Who's, the Riz. I was gonna say the Riz. Make the most bully archetype you can think of and don't give him anything else to go on, and that is the Riz. We have come so far past just like a blank archetype like that. I can deal with the Riz's archetype because it comes off to me very much as like Flash Thompson, right? And like that works for me in in Spider-Man stuff and it works for me here. What I like less is the uh is the female character. I was gonna bring her up next. Her kissing him is so out of nowhere. I'm like, she rescued your brother. Yeah, that's the big negative. That's weird. It's a big negative I have here. And they're playing it off now as like and at the end of this, um, as Marcus and her are a thing, but like I'm like, but the the real interactions here are between her and Monkey Prince. I'm taking it. She figured it out. Like it's he turned easy. back into a human, like mid kiss. Yeah, but it's a superhero thing, so you're never quite sure. Yeah. like how much the mask is actually protecting. But it's just a thing where it's like, oh, he's being rewarded with a girlfriend, and it doesn't it doesn't feel great. Don't like it. I, I'm willing to accept the bullies because, like, if you're looking at this from Marcus's perspective, he's gonna have the like he probably sees the bullies as kind of like a two dimensional person. But I feel like it says a lot about him if the love interest is also two dimensional. Yeah, like, I, it's like it feels like everything's two dimensional in this. There's there's no depth to really anyone. Like Marcus has it, but he's the main character. I would hope you give me something with the main character, and some comics can't even do that. You know, I feel like I feel like Marcus has it. I feel like Damien has it. I feel like the contra- Damien's established, though. Yeah, but like I of all the other characters, but I don't to- feel like Batman has it. No, Bat- I Bat- I think Batman's really badly written. Batman is like a self parody in this. No, but I think that works because that's how Marcus sees Batman. Because to Marcus, Marcus is still like the six year old kid who saw Batman beating up his dad. And doesn't understand why because he doesn't know his parents are villains. And so I think it works that when Batman shows up in this sparingly, he is kind of he is kind of a cardboard cutout. But Damien, who he has to interact with, and he kind of builds this kind of frenemy relationship with, has more depth. I'd also say his parents have depth just by the contradiction of they have no ethics, they work for like whoever's hiring them, they're building demon god machines and all that stuff. And then they're also really good parents. I feel like that contradiction is inherently interesting. See, that just to me, that's just like, well, we I spent a lot of time filling out these characters and I gotta fill out I still have more characters I gotta fill out the world with, and I didn't I didn't do as good of a job with everybody else. I feel like with the exception of the love interest, all these characters are presented from Marcus's perspective in a way I appreciate. Okay. How do you feel about Doomsday being in the or not Doomsday, uh how do you feel about Pac? How do you feel about Dark Side? <laughs> sure, I Dark Side shows up in too many things nowadays. To where like him showing up in something is like low level as this. I'm just like, 
seems like something dark side would do nowadays <laughs> yeah you find out the dark side is working uh with like the uh the head demons of chinese mythology he's overused i don't he's he, he means nothing to me anymore in terms of an actual threat level uh i don't know interesting because when when that's not a this comic problem that's a dc issue no, i i think i get where you're coming from with that but i feel like it's more of the threat of him is used and he actually very rarely sh- ends up showing up in things because like they'll start teasing him and teasing him and then the the comic or the movie or whatever will end and you never <laughs> actually get to him yeah exactly well yeah it's not it, i mean this is kind of like here like yeah it's he shows up there's my dark side oh i must know things are about to get real but that what what that ends up and i this is not me defending the comic at all it's just it's an interesting observation about DC is because they fail to get to that point in so many things. When Every he time. does show up, he's still intimidating. Like when he showed up in, when we read um, Mr. Miracle, I'm still like, Oh man, dark side is that's a little different. That, that one doesn't bother me as much. Cause that's like strictly based in his world. Like it makes sense for him to show up. I mean, like it, it makes sense for him to be an end all threat. It's when, it's when you show him way before you're going to get to him. Oh, like how he's the first villain in New 52 that the Justice League fights? Or how he shows up six issues into, well, not him particularly, but like how Apocalypse is a thing six issues into Injustice. Yeah. It was fine 10 years ago. They kept doing it for 10 years straight. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And I would say the thing that is keeping me reading Monkey Prince is not that Darkseid is at the end. I think it's an interesting idea that Darkseid is like, what are the tools available to me? Chinese demons. Why not? Like, I think that's kind Man, of funny. I'm, I'm, this search for the anti-life equation is just. I, I need. I need a diversion. <laughs> Dasad, <laughs> give me a give me a phone line to hell. <laughs> I'm just burnt out. Give me something. I do like though. One of the demons is like uh, Sung Wukong is in the Phantom Zone, which you see him earlier in the comic, so you know it's not true. But I do think it's funny that just like he randomly got sent to the Phantom Zone at some point. Yeah, this this book just doesn't feel very DC, and I don't know if that's a not even like a negative. I just setting it in Gotham to start off with, I think didn't give it enough like room to play with and try to do anything to grab my attention. Like it, it kind of set up in a more grounded version of the DC universe and started doing this very out there stuff. I feel like that helps though because as he's getting used to his powers, he's doing it on the ground level so he can then build up to it. I, I didn't mean, I meant, I didn't mean like it needs to like stakes wise. It needs to be like ground level. I just mean like, I don't know, heads rolling. People are taking it very like, like, Oh, this just happened. And they even make a, they make a, like a self referential joke about it, but I'm like, but this isn't like the, the aliens aren't coming to Gotham on a regular basis. You just have guys who like, cosplay everywhere <laughs> so um what what city would you have set it in or would you portland if, oregon anywhere else <laughs> i don't care well the the premise of this is that he he's helping other heroes that's what pigsy tells him in the last volume or the last issue is like this is why i'm training you so like would he work medi- maybe know, better Tana or something like I need something that's already in the magical realm where like it love, makes a little more sense I would love Zatanna obviously I don't think we're getting that it seems like Batman's on here to sell issues and not to like actually add to it what about Flash I mean I'll, I, 
put them in central, don't have Flash do anything. Maybe like Flash is busy doing something. Like, I think he would work well with the rogues just because they're a little just more lighthearted. But also, I just think this is like too out there for a lot of DC stuff in my mind. I think that's why I like it. I like that DC, and I feel like DC is taking some swings recently. I feel like this is one version of it. I feel like um, they did that with Future State, and I feel like, and they didn't, not exactly carrying through Future State as I would like them to do, but you know, <laughs> they tried. And then, uh, like, even stuff like Jurassic League, I feel like they're just willing to, like, kind of go all out on a premise and just kind of, like, see it through. I guess. I mean, clearly this is doing well if it got a fifth issue. Like, clearly the demand was there, but like, it's another comic on that wall. Like, there's nothing about this that makes me interested to see where it goes. It just, it just didn't do anything for me. Well, so you don't have any, like, huge negatives? No, no. It's, it's, I just got back from seeing, like, I've seen, like, three movies this week. Two of them, like, just existed. Like, it was, like, what I said of all the movies of all the comics in the world this is one of them it's a 5 out of 10 it's like it's the most like, like yep you, 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 you put forth something into the world to use a baseball analogy you bunted like <laughs> you, you got to first base but you didn't do anything what's interesting the, what's that what's that one baseball player it's like the Mendoza thing it's like he was the most like perfectly average player in the world so it's like you don't suck <laughs> yeah yeah you don't suck monkey prince but you certainly didn't knock anything well that's unfortunate i did genuinely think that there was a chance you'd like this usually ah. the stuff i bring i'm like joe isn't gonna like this <laughs> i i've just accepted. i just want to talk about it no i've just accepted that at this point my average is so low for things you like <laughs> but i thought i had one here so hey i mean my average is only higher because i've presented five issues of the same series I mean, yeah, that definitely helps. <laughs> Problem is, I can't present any series because you don't like any of them. <laughs> That's not what I have to defend. The, I have to defend your honor now. I must go through. Oh, no, I'm fine because I think, like, ultimately, we are a show. Yeah. I care most about us having interesting episodes. And I think that even when you dislike stuff, you have interesting ideas about them. You could have brought, you brought Invincible. Yeah, but then you brought Invincible again. You you stole my thunder. <laughs> I read it before I brought it back, though. <laughs> Man, your batting average is not great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've stopped. I've stopped doing stuff based on stuff I thought you would like. Far sector was decent. That's one off. Yeah, can't exactly. They keep threatening to bring her back, but wow, yeah. I'm going through this. I'm like, I would not read. It's fine. I'll this. find a boring New Fifty Two <laughs> book that you'll like. <laughs> <laughs> right for my heart <laughs> you did I, i'm trying i'm trying my best caleb to help you out i i mean you were fine with new x-men yeah i don't think i'll bring new x-men back but you know <laughs> Ragman. that ended yeah it's a one-off <laughs> maybe that's my other problem is because you do finish series you you're really good about that i'm not i'm yeah. really good about like reading half a series and then picking something else up so yeah maybe uh maybe that's just a sign of hey dc comics presents well and i am bringing that back <laughs> i have to i have to buy some more of them i have to find them and buy some more of them i'm definitely bringing that back yeah well i tried to help you out but it turns out <laughs> it turns out even i couldn't do anything that's fine 
I've accepted it. <laughs> I'm the villain of the show and you are the person trying. I do. I do, though, genuinely, there is some stuff that I will not bring because I know you don't like it. So even though I have accepted that you won't like anything I bring, I'm not going to try to torture <laughs> you. You're trying to anger me. Yeah. Like there is there is a volume of Sandman I want to cover and I'm like, we're not reading that. It's, it's no chance you could get anything out of me out of it for the for the listeners it's the volume where he owns hell and he has to give it away that's the one but that does sound interesting yeah you wouldn't like it <laughs> well it's not <laughs> oh it is you wouldn't like it <laughs> wow we wow we went on a couple tangents yeah we did <laughs> I was like, we're, we're getting through positives and it was like five minutes and I'm like oh man no see that's the good thing about like having a show with you is even if you don't like something, you usually try to, you know, bring something out. You no, know, I try. I really don't want to put it like there's there's been weeks where it's like it was an eleven minute episode or something like that. You know, I, I want it, I want a quality I mean listening experience sometimes. Sometimes you just can't help it though. I know. Uh, I know. This was one of those times where yeah. I was like, for the life of me, I cannot do anything about it. <laughs> and it's only four issues. It wasn't a lot, so Yeah. But uh, any recommendations based off of this that you think? I did get Miss Marvel vibes out of it. The whole like, I don't know, new hero, self discovery stuff. Maybe it's because it's so recent. Yeah, I don't have any uh, any recommendations explicitly, or at least I I feel like we've kind of been circling the same things. Like, if you like high school, go go to Ultimate. Yeah. I think if I haven't recommended Submerged yet, I know that's coming. Uh, if you like mythology and comics, Submerged is like prime content. Um, and if you like mythology and, and comics, the first two issues of, uh, of one or the only two issues of future state wonder woman with Yara floor, uh, definitely the best she's been, but, um, I don't have anything that like this directly reminds me of. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll get my thing. Yeah. What are we reading next week, Joe? If y'all want to help me, Y'all can help me. Y'all can help me find a comic that Joe will like. Just email us and you can help me on my quest. You know how I was talking about batting averages? Yeah. <laughs> not, okay. not excited for this one. We'll see. Ultimate, Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 6. Uh, do I like the Ultimate ones? Yeah, I've liked four out of the five. What's the one I don't like? Venom. What's this one? Carnage. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I. So so I know it's it's been three picks since me. So about six episodes. Um, I'm trying to get through this because the close, the more and more uh, numbers I see on episodes, where I'm like, this is episode 54 or something like that. I'm like, wow. I if I want to get through this in any kind of timely manner before we're in the, like the 150s or something like that. There are a couple I need to pick up the pace. There are a couple individual. Um, individual issues of ultimate spider-man i know about just because they permeated the culture mm-hmm. this has one of them oh. i just opened it up and i saw it and i'm like oh it's that one. Oh, is it the wolverine it's the wolverine oh, one no. <laughs> and uh i haven't heard great things oh it's yeah we'll talk about that i'll tell you now it's terrible <laughs> but if you've liked what you heard if you're if you're one of the people that is getting monkey prints that extended uh series by God, give us a like and comment and five stars rating on the podcast platform that you're currently listening to this on. Gets more people to join in on the comic book fun. Gets more people to read monkey prints so you can keep it going. Get Caleb happy. You know how to continue a series so you can continue our series as well. <laughs> Perfect.
perfect. You can email us at allnew52podcast at gmail.com with your uh, critiques and recommendations. We're always looking forward to hearing new stuff. Uh, if you hate hearing about Ultimate Spider-Man, tell me about that. You're still going to hear about it, but you can tell me directly. And uh, we'll be back soon with Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 6.